From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. The Fox News Medical All-Stars featuring Dr. Mark Siegel, Dr. Marty McCary, Dr. Jeanette Nishwat, and the OG, Dr. Nicole Sapphire. Legal analysis from former prosecutor and court journalism superstar Imran Ansari and Christine Nicholas. The quintessential heartbeat to New York hospitality. All joining legendary broadcast pro Kevin McCullough on a mission unlike any other. United to bring back New York. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Um, it is uh, a very, very busy news day. As you've, if you've had the um, the news on today, you know that there are several people that have put forward their names for consideration to be considered for Speaker of the House uh, after the historic ousting of Kevin McCarthy uh, earlier this week. I, I, I have to admit, I, I was a little bit surprised that that went down, only from the standpoint that it seemed as though uh, Kevin McCarthy was the most responsive Speaker of the House that the Republicans have had in some time. And he initiated the investigations with the committees into the Biden corruption. He had he had um, gotten a bunch of concessions on the last spending plan, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but the hardliners didn't like it. And there were enough of them to sway votes with Democrats against McCarthy. And so he's out. And now the uh, journey to replace him is underway. Mr. McCarthy saying he has no interest in the job again. Nobody can blame him for that. Who, who wants to stand up and just be shot with arrows in the back all day long? I mean, that's that's the equivalent of what this job is. Um, but a couple of interesting names. Steve Scalise, who is uh, the majority whip, is saying that he wants to step forward and be considered, as is uh, Jim Jordan, who during much of the... Um, well, just on the committees that he's on, he's he has done a lot of good for getting things uncovered that were secret and needed to be put out in the public. So thankful that um, some good men are stepping forward and hopefully we'll have a new speaker soon. But that'll be interesting to see where that goes. But this being Wellness Wednesday, I want to switch over to um, a topic that not a lot of people probably give much thought to. But uh, Marion Mass had a great op-ed for foxnews.com, I think it was today that it appeared, um, where the author wrote um, that during the COVID cycle, we had it exposed pretty clearly of what it meant to be heavily reliant on a foreign country for medications and medical supplies when we saw China and other countries just stopped producing PPE. Remember that, the personal uh, things for emergencies um, and other exports. As a result of inaction, we are seeing headlines announcing medication shortages of life-saving drugs like chemotherapeutics and generics like amoxicillin are higher than ever. Um, 
And Marion writes, all Americans, not only those in medical profession, should share the same grave concerns expressed by former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley at the recent presidential primary debate, because for decades, administrations from both political parties have sat idly by while America's pharmaceutical manufacturing moved overseas, primarily to China and primarily to India. Haley is right when she said, we need to be focusing on companies that produce in America and supporting those companies that produce in America, not companies that are helping China. It is a national security and public health crisis that nearly 90% of the chemical ingredients needed to make antibiotics and other medications are sourced from China. Did you, did you personally know that that was the statistic? That it was close to 90% of the chemicals needed to make antibiotics that the U.S. uses are made in China right now? Um, and it's not just the ingredients. Our government is purchasing final products from China, too. That, that's, that's ridiculous. Uh, Marion goes on to write, our troops and our entire population are at risk when an adversary has the ability to provide tainted or ineffective products. You don't think the Chinese would do that? In a conflict with the West, you don't think they would provide tainted medicines? If they provide them at all, until we control our medication supply chain, we are at risk. Boy, that is that is that an understatement? In 2015, China's government released a 10-year plan to dominate high-tech industries, especially geopolitically important sectors like biomedicine. They directed enormous subsidies into these industries and implemented policies that favored their domestic companies while punishing any foreign competition. Since 2016, U.S. pharmaceutical imports from China have climbed 655%. This reliance is worst when it comes to antibiotics. A pharmaceutical plant in Bristol, Tennessee, U.S. US Antibiotics, is the only remaining American manufacturer of amoxicillin. At its peak, the plant employed more than 500 American workers and manufactured billions of pills. But as is the case of many American pharmaceutical manufacturing plants, has faced challenges in its over 30-year history. The federal government is supporting Chinese manufacturers, meanwhile, while plants like the one in Tennessee are overlooked. Opportunities to strengthen our supply chain are missed. This is in stark contrast to governments around the world, including Austria and France, who have committed $53 million and $168 million to support their domestic antibiotic operations. Why aren't we doing that here? Why aren't we putting an emphasis on creating antibiotics within the United States? Marion argues, if our federal government would redirect these contracts to domestic companies, then they would be able to expand operations, create stable jobs, and improve national security. Yeah, no kidding. You take away the opportunity for the Chinese to poison us, and you have scored a significant victory. There is no doubt about that. Marion continues, as China aims to achieve dominance in these industries by 2049, the 100th anniversary of the People's Republic, our vulnerability is only likely to get worse. With our health industrial base on life support, we are already facing shortages of key drugs and costly disruptions that inevitably occur when you are relying on a supplier, and basically this part should be in parentheses, 
who is as unstable as China. As China continues to attack one of our most vital industries, federal leaders have a choice to make. Purchasing from American manufacturers should be the easy part of that choice. Politicians love to talk Buy American on the campaign trail because voters overwhelmingly recognize why it's important. We must put those campaign promises into action. We must put those campaign promises into action when the stakes are this high. The least the federal government can do is the bare minimum. And I think that's, that's a healthy argument. We, we should not be depending on China to make our medicine. It's just bad policy. Kevin McCullough, Wellness Wednesday continues next here. Stay with us. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels and two washcloths regular price is 79.98 for a limited time you can get this six pack towel set for only 39.99 with promo code joe p that's a 50 percent savings go to mypillow.com call 800-651-0798 use the promo code joe p to save 50 percent on the my pillow six pack towel sets all right, Kevin McCullough, and each week I promise you that Mike Connors of uh, Connors and Sullivan Law will be here to answer one of your real-life questions about, you know, end-of-life planning and the state care and all that stuff. And, Mike, this week's question comes from Walter from Brooklyn. He says, um, when I die, I want my funeral and burial to be what I want and not how my son or daughter-in-law want, and how do I make sure of this? Uh, Mike, this seems to be a, a somewhat common question, but uh, how do you handle it? Well, for the first thing, you can go to a funeral director and prepay your arrangements. Tell the funeral director what arrangements you want to do. You can prepay it. Um, if you don't want to prepay it, you still can make the arrangements. But if it's not paid, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, is Are your son and daughter-in-law going to pay those bills? But you can also appoint somebody else to be the executive of your state to pay those bills if you want it. And in addition, there's a form where you can appoint a non-relative to take care of your funeral if you want, and it's a fairly obscure form, but a lot of funeral directors have it, where if you want somebody besides your son to make your funeral arrangements, you can do that and give that person instructions. There are different options. The easiest thing I would say would be probably prepaid funeral. Yeah. Well, that does seem to make the most sense. And friends, uh, that's why we like to ask Mike about these things, because some of them are just very logical and uh, sometimes just hiding in plain sight. So here's what I want you to do. If you've got questions of your own, uh, call Connors and Sullivan, 718-238-6500 and get your plans uh, 
set up and finalized. The McCulloughs did that. We have all of our uh, end of life wills and uh, other things uh, set up properly through Connors and Sullivan. And we are so, so pleased with how responsive and wonderful their people are on every level. Uh, if you would like him to answer your question on the radio, send that to askmikeconnors at gmail.com, askmikeconnors at gmail.com, and then be sure to listen to his own broadcast when uh, he will answer even more questions. Saturdays, 8 o'clock on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA, and Sunday morning starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. Mike Connors, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Kevin. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Dennis Prager is annoyed with a green movement. My sense is, A, it's it's a parody. It, it's a joke. I am going to wreck the economies of the Western world. I'm going to put Africans uh, into poverty because in 250 million years, the temperature, according to models, will be between 104 and 150. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 1, right before Sebastian Gorka at 3, on AM 970. The answer. Our hosts, tell it like it is. No safe spaces here. AM 970. The answer. Of all the boys, boys, boys. And now, boys, from boys, New York, boys, boys, back to boys, Radio Night Live. Here's Kevin boys, McCullough. Of all the boys I've known and I've known some. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. It's Wednesday. That means we talk wellness. And I am always, always, always pleased to have my next guest. Um, he is uh, the the senior medical analyst for Fox News and does a great job on so many issues across the board. Um, and today we've got some important things to discuss. Dr. Mark Siegel, back with us. Thank you for being here. I want to ask you real quick. I saw a USA Today op-ed by you yesterday. Um, great stuff about social media and kids. What's your message? Well, I don't think it's a it's an issue of uh, banning. You know, we saw it during the Republican debate. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy said, "Let's ban it under the age of 16." Of course, he's signing up for TikTok to show that he uh, can reach the younger generation. And then there's also some question that was brought up by Nikki Haley about his ties to China. China has a lot of oversight of TikTok. This is a mess. The whole thing's a mess, and I think I think it was pre-pandemic, but it got worse during the pandemic when people were very isolated. They didn't have a way to communicate. Kids got on their iPhones, went more and more to social media. Social media has an alluring aspect. It draws you in. It seems like it's a virtual life, but once you get there, you may be gunning for perfectionism. You may not like your body image after that. You may not... Uh, you may be subjecting to bullying. You, you, you There's clicks going on. The, the information you're being fed by videos, not just on TikTok, but elsewhere as well, yeah. on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter, on, on X rather, might, might be things that aren't entirely accurate. But the solution to that, Kevin, in my mind, is not policing content. It's never policing content. Now, the private companies themselves are entitled to standards. They have First Amendment rights to set standards. But the government really doesn't have a right to censor anybody under the same First Amendment. And I think that they've been 
engaged in that kind of talk too much. You know, they, they should not be reaching out. So we got a mess, but the solution to the mess is never government censorship. It's got to be family. It's got to be uh, role modeling. How much time are you on social media, Doc? I mean, doc, uh, Dad, yeah. Mom, yeah, I'm, uh, or Doc, or Doc. Um, you know, w- what message are you sending? I also suggested in the piece that there are, that there are alternatives that might work, like when you drive a car. You could set your car, your cell phone on car settings, and then suddenly you can't be texting while you drive, or you can't be emailing while you drive, or the only one who could call you can only call you on that thing that you have where you're on speakerless. And that that can be true to social media access. I don't think kids should be on social media during school. They're there to learn. They're there to interact face-to-face. Yeah. I, I, so I think between family and community and and getting back to, i i call it going backwards to go forwards we can we can kind of subtract from this mess but we ought to, we got to understand how much damage it's done to the mental health of our team well you've identified you know some of the big reasons why my bride and i with our 13 11 and uh, 8 year old have said you know we're not we're not even giving them phones uh, and if if they get a phone uh, which the 13 year old almost 14 now has one um, it only makes phone calls and does text messages to and from people that you know are in his phone it's not it's not a a, a free get on the internet uh, pass you know with without help and i think that you're exactly right the the tiktok thing in particular it seems as though their algorithms really do target what you watch and what you seem to be interested in. And I think especially in the health and mindset and confidence of young women, I think that is a very, very dangerous thing. Well, it's been mostly affecting young women. I mean, the CDC numbers on young women are really disturbing. 57% of, uh, of teen women, of teen, teen girls have considered, have been very unhappy over the past year when this was tested, uh, a year ago that, that they had periods of hopelessness. A third have considered suicide, seriously considered suicide. That, that's what you call a public health emergency. Yeah. They're going to ERs at higher rates. Well, and just the entire idea of body image and viewing themselves through this distorted, and that's what it is, Doc Siegel. It's 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 a distorted view of what I, the ideal is. It's not it's not normal life. It's not women in their lives that you know they can build relationships with and gain trust with and have confidence with and all the rest of it. These are very. And now that AI has entered the picture, it seems as though the distortion is getting worse. I, I don't know what role AI is going to play. I, I, I'm a pro AI person. Well, there's an I, I, there's an Instagram account that is entirely a made up woman that has like a million followers now, and people search her shopping habits and all kinds of other things, and she looks a little beyond what normal would would be in terms of the ideal. And that's okay, so that you, you identified the part I don't like. Yeah, the perfectionism, the idea of 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 the unemotional presentation of uh, of ideas and options that AI is going to be good at, I'm for. But I'm against the idea of setting a perfectionistic standard that human beings can't reach. Yeah, that's just that's just too insane. Uh, thank you for weighing in on that. It's a great piece, friends. You need to go to USA Today and take a look at it. Let me ask you about this piece that you uh, reposted on your site uh, from the American Heart Association about SARS-CoV-2 and the impact on coronary vascul- uh, vasculature um, 
and plaque inflammation. What, what, what did they uncover? What is being reported now? I think we've had uh, the focus on the wrong thing. This is a tragic problem with how we've approached it. I'm more afraid of the virus than I'm afraid of the vaccine. There's been such a, an obsession with vaccine side effects that I think that's what's been lost here is that the vaccine is trying to get your immune system to think it's seen the virus. Well, therefore, some of the side effects of the vaccine are going to be on the spectrum of the virus's side effects, but the virus is much, much worse. So all this study does is collaborate something we already knew. SARS-CoV-2 is bad for your heart, period. And, and the less you get this virus, the better. Some of the ideas people had, oh, get as much of it as possible, get immune, get over it. That's not that's not never worked in my book. I'm all for natural immunity, but I was never for trying to get infected with this virus because this virus has long term side effects. There's a risk of long covid. We don't have we haven't properly defined long covid, but I kind of view it as any sequelae from the virus that you didn't have before. And for sure, this is a virus that impacts the heart in terms of inflammation. Well, and that and that's a that's a well heard point, because as you mentioned, there have been a lot of stories about the side effects of the um, vaccines. But a reminder, the reason that the vaccines were developed was because the the virus is bad. Um, But at the same time, Dr. Siegel, do you think that the um, kind of well, I guess it's kind of died down now, but a couple of weeks ago, it seemed as though the regular characters were trying to circle the wagons and start talking about masks and lockdowns and all that stuff again. It doesn't seem like it went anywhere, but was that the right focus when they brought it back up? Well, I think it's become a charged political issue. That's unfortunate, too. I think it's a virgin society in terms of understanding what public health measures are. I don't care if you wear a mask or not, you know, Joe, you know, John Doe. I don't care if you're wearing a mask inside, outside. I mean, I, I don't think it should be a subject of mockery, and I don't think it should be a subject of mandate. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a question of how much virus is around, and then what kind of mask you're wearing, where you're wearing it, whether it a- actually helps. I mean, an N95 mask worn in close quarters, if there's a lot of virus around, does have an impact. But a, but a filthy cloth mask worn on your chin on the street has zero impact. Yeah. So it, it, there's a little bit of common sense here. We don't need to vilify masks, but we don't need to, we don't need to champion in them either. He's Dr. Mark Siegel. I'm Kevin McCullough. Wellness Wednesday continues. Uh, got some more things to ask the good doctor about. Don't go away. SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. New poll looks good for the GOP. The numbers from a new Gallup poll in which 53% say Republicans are the best party to handle the economy compared to 39% for the Democrats. Numbers do not bode well for President Biden as he seeks a second term. International Monetary Fund says it does expect the U.S. to continue playing its role in giving multinational support to keep Ukraine's economy afloat during the Russian invasion. That's despite Congress passing the short-term funding package last week, averting a U.S. government shutdown, but dropped billions in aid to Ukraine. And that strike is underway now. 75,000 employees at Kaiser Permanente walking off the job today in a number of states around the country. This is SRN News. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota. 
who reminds you that if you're tired of dealing with dummies, experience the smart way to buy with Route 22 Toyota. This decade is looking like the worst one to retire or be retired in. For more than 30 years, Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch has been helping Americans invest, protect, and grow their assets. Subscribe to Retirement Watch and you'll get three months of Bob Carlson's Retirement Watch newsletter, five model portfolios, five free reports covering issues like estate planning and annuities to help you protect your money from the government and grow your nest egg. All for just $19.95. Sign up today at yourretirementwatch.com. Yourretirementwatch.com. Put leftovers in shallow containers and get them into the refrigerator as soon as possible. Roughly 3,000 Americans will die from food poisoning this year, but you can keep your family safer by chilling food promptly and properly. Check your steps at foodsafety.gov. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. AM 970. The answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well, now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, vice chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best, period. <laughs> so tune in, Eye on Real Estate, Saturdays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer. That's Eye on Real Estate, Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock on AM 970, The Answer. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. Dogs chase cars, but they can't drive one even if they catch it. Matt Gates and seven other Republicans have the same problem. The eight dissidents cited the willingness of Speaker Kevin McCarthy to work across the aisle as a reason to remove him. They then joined every Democrat in the House to remove McCarthy as Speaker despite opposition from 210 Republicans. They had no plan, no alternative strategy, and have left the caucus in chaos for no good reason. The next speaker will get elected from the current leadership, all of whom supported McCarthy. Whoever wins will face the same problem McCarthy did, narrow control over the House while Democrats control the Senate and the White House. Nothing will change for House Republicans. Gates' defenders claim that the message sent was worth the chaos. The only message this sends is that some 5% of the GOP want to burn down the House and don't mind partnering with Democrats to do it. I'm Ed Morrissey. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website, am970theanswer.com. And now, from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. We're speaking with Dr. Mark Siegel uh, of the Fox News Medical All-Star Team and uh, always appreciate his input on all of this stuff. One last subject, Dr. Siegel, the New York City Health Department uh, and Narcan. You've, you've commented on this, but this is a major, the, the drug epidemic, the, the opioid epidemic, particularly in cities like New York, where the, the homeless population is high, the migrant influx is high. You have a lot of drug dealers. You have a lot of people sharing substances, getting things spread around. And the, the situation continues to get worse, largely because 
our elected leaders are not doing enough to address it. But what is your um, what is your desire to see if the health department's encouraging everybody to carry Narcan? I think that they went about it the wrong way. I think politicians want to think they're solving something. Remember when Governor Cuomo was saying, we're going to bring more ventilators into New York during the pandemic without even checking to see how many ventilators we had and what we needed. So he ended up with a surplus of ventilators that he then had to send to other states. The question that a politician should ask, and even the New York City Health Commissioner should ask, is what... What are people going to do with this Narcan? How many people are lying on the streets right in front of you that you're going to administer it? I'm going to tell you I've never done it in my entire career except when I've worked in an emergency room. Hmm. So I'm not against it. I think the messaging there should have been, we got a problem. There's, there's way too many people overdosing. You know, if you're around someone that you think is at risk, carry Narcan. There's no downside. But, but the idea that this was a solution didn't even scrap, scratch the surface. It's like saying, let's polish the floor on the Titanic. Doesn't so we've got to get to why this is happening, and we know why it's happening. It's happening because the drug is easily manufactured, and it's being manufactured in Mexico by two main cartels who are getting ingredients from China and India. Several of the ingredients can't be stopped because they're used for other purposes. It's hard to track them down. They're not going to – the cartels are not going to stop. They're not going to stop flooding the borders with this stuff. They're not going to stop using coyotes and using teens in America to spread it. And social media, that's our first topic, to spread it. The only possible way to get at this is to close the border, to militarize the border, to to, to work with Mexico to, to, to clamp down on the cartels and to educate our teens here. And to and to get more over parental overlay, I, I don't. Again, school overlay makes me nervous, but certainly parental involvement. Get a, get a relationship with it, with your team where they're honest. They may be doing it like a moth to the flame, like they they like the riskiness of it. Or as a top expert, Dr. Childress told me from Penn, she's a top addiction specialist. She says some of this is alarmist. But some of it is unawareness, too, Kevin, that people, teens don't know what they're getting into. They think they're getting one pill and it's spiked with fentanyl and two milligrams of fentanyl is enough to kill you. Well, that's the thing, Dr. Siegel. I was reading the statistics just a week ago in preparation for my column that I published at the end of that week. And in the last two and a half years, the Border Patrol has seized. Now, it doesn't mean that they got all of it. It's just what they've taken into the custody is over 23,000 pounds of fentanyl. And at two milligrams per person to kill them, we could have killed all 333 million Americans 15 times over with that amount of, of product. That's exactly right. And you're right on target with that. And that shows you how dangerous this stuff is. Because, And then, you know, then you have the nitazines, which are even more powerful and don't respond as well to Narcan, by the way. You know, or, or, or you have the, the gas station heroin stuff that doesn't respond at all to Narcan. So we have a, we have a, a, a burgeoning drug problem. And I, w- I was on TV and radio three years ago blaming physicians. But now the, now the genie's out of the bottle. It's not physicians. Physicians are actually clamping down on overuse of opioids now. It's the illicit opioids. Maybe, maybe physicians fed the epidemic, but the epidemic has now caught fire. It's, it's its become own. its own it's animal tragic. now. Yeah, that's true. And it is interesting that you cannot separate the issue of 
you know, secure border from this for the reason that you just cited. And that's one of the reasons why I think it needs to be front and center in all the discussions of all candidates of all parties that want to run for president. We did not have the problem we have now three years ago when administrations changed. That border was mostly closed. We were building a wall to make it more secure. Mexico was helping us on their side of the border, keeping things under control. And we and we saw a great reduction in, um, you know, the, the flow of the uh, fentanyl into the U.S. And the day that they threw the gates open, we, we started reversing that trend. Yeah, I think I think that we we used certain strategies stay in Mexico, Title 42, to try to staunch uh, building a wall, staunch the flow of of, of, of people that, are, that don't have a legal status in the United States. I think this, this whole idea of political correctness is, is a huge part of the problem. I, I think that that needs to be addressed. Dr. Mark Siegel, always appreciate your time. Thank you for being with us. Completely agree about national security. It's great to be with you, Kevin. Thank you. got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. I'm telling you, I love these. I have so many benefits from this. I should be your, like, testimony on TV because they have done so much for me. It really helped me so much. I've noticed some improvements over time. I noticed that I used to eat a lot of cookies and snack between meals, and I've stopped doing that because I just don't feel a desire to do that. My energy lasts longer. I have more endurance, and... Uh, a number of things that I'm happy with. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code ANSWER. Think the government is spying on you? Wait until you learn the entire truth from Swiss America, the trusted leader in precious metals for 40 years. Let's just say you might want to think twice before making a bank withdrawal these days because somebody could be watching. It's true. Let Swiss America educate you about how banks are required to spy on us for the government and report any behavior they deem suspicious. You'll be shocked when you read The Secret War on Cash from Swiss America, which is really a war against all freedom-loving Americans. It's free to Salem listeners. Get your free copy of The Secret War on Cash by calling or texting 806 800-630-1495. That's 800-630-1495. This war includes digital currencies too, so please get and read The Secret War on Cash free by calling or texting right now at 800-630-1495. 800-630-1495. Message and data rates may apply. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Take it from Charlie Kirk. As I read this New York Times article, so I read the New York Times so you don't have to. Salem Media Group reaches more people than they realize. It's my favorite line of the whole thing. Their hosts are big names, and they have huge reach, which makes them one of the most powerful forces in conservative media. Tap into our big names to help grow your business. To find out more about it, reach out to our general sales manager, Laura Schaefer, by calling 212-857-9639. 
Thank you for finally noticing. Both houses of Congress are considering legislation that will impact your favorite talk shows and news updates. The AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act would ensure that auto manufacturers won't eliminate AM radio from future car models. Over 80 million Americans, men and women like you and me, depend on AM radio for news, severe weather updates, vigorous debates on talk shows, and local information that is essential for public safety. When a disaster strikes or lives are threatened by wildfires in places like Maui, AM radio is often the only lifeline a community has. You have the power to make a real difference. The AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act is H.R. 3413 in the U.S. House and Senate Bill 1669 in the U.S. Senate. Please contact your senator and your congressman asking them to support this vital legislation to keep AM radio in American cars now and forever. The AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act. Act today. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The answer. Ooh, what a little moonlight can do. Back to Kevin McCullough, live from New York. Ooh, what a little moonlight can uh, I am so thrilled to have my next guest back with me. Uh, in fact, we, there was a time when we were talking nearly every single week, but it got to the point where he had a lot of patience and flying lessons and other things to do. Uh, and so he uh, is not always available. But when he opens up his calendar to allow me to have a chat with him, I am so deeply grateful. I am talking about my very good friend, a man I deeply respect, Dr. Douglas Howard, the innovator, originator, uh, creator of fruits and, and uh, veggies from Balance of Nature. Dr. Douglas Howard, good to see you. Uh, it's great to be with you. I've missed this, Kevin. I've missed yeah. it a lot. And you said about flying. I, I do want to say there's a purpose in that. It's opened up so I can, I can, I did get my, my jet license. Nice. So I can, I, I can just get so many places so much easier, easier and fit it into a schedule and not lose hours and hours in lines. Very brief story on that. Our mutual friend, Mike Lindell, a few years ago, bought a plane and he was he was amazed and he has to hire his pilot but he was amazed at the amount of time what which translated into money to, for his organ for his company that he was able to save by not standing in those lines so i totally get it no one no one can have a negative word to say about that for sure just be careful i've had several friends like you know get their license and have accidents so don't do that don't be one of those friends uh, i i fly the safest jet on earth good it's called a Cirrus. It has a parachute on does it. it. Have a, does it have a roll bar on the outside? <laughs> well, well, it, it has a parachute. So if the engine goes out at night, we, you know, you come down safely. And it's got, uh, it's got a button so that if Susan's with me and I choke on a carrot, you know, and I pass out, she can hit this button and it has safe return. It will find an airport and land and wow. stop. Yeah. I want this plane. This is my kind of plane. <laughs> All right. Hey, there's lots to talk about. Um, and not long ago, the World Health Organization came out and said they had discovered another carcinogenic carcinogenic element. Uh, this time it's the uh, artificial sweetener uh, aspartame, which people may remember when it hit the market as NutraSweet, it was the uh, non-cancerous version of artificial sweetener <laughs> of that saccharin. was supposed to displace saccharin. And, um, you know, my parents and grandparents were all into, you know, they needed to, they didn't call it diet. They called it reduce. They needed to reduce. So they all, they all got the saccharin and put it in their tea instead of putting the sugar in their tea when they were having sweet tea in the South. Anyway, um, Dr. Howard, 
I, if I am not mistaken, the sun is also a carcinogen. Um, that you can't uh, estrogen, live without. Uh, testosterone, these things are carcinogenic. Uh, there's a lot of things that we get all tied up about that say they cause cancer. Is that really the point? Okay. Number one, I am not saying the things I'm going to say to give aspartame a way out because I have a whole bunch I could talk on that. And I do <laughs> not sure. allow my patients to drink anything with NutraSweet and my family, in fact, my children, they can tell you the story of what I do with their gum if it has aspartame in it. <laughs> we don't do non nutritive sweet in my family. Well, no, it was worse, but I won't do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did something disgusting with it and then would just close it back up. Oh, well, there you go. Well, then they'll never chew it again. <laughs> Not too disgusting. But, but no. to, to your point, Anyways, if you're going to have gum, you, you, regular sugar has fewer negative uh, impacts to your chemistry is what you're saying than the, than the artificial stuff. Well, and I encourage xylitol for gum. Xylitol, I, I actually practiced in Finland for a little while, and uh, it was at the time they were coming out with uh, studies for it, and they, uh, we used it medicinally, and it actually decreases cavities. It works against, it doesn't, doesn't kill your bacteria. Is that the sweetener you. that's drawn from sugar but it is it does not have no. A negative okay no it's it's called a sugar alcohol it has nothing to do with alcohol okay. but because it's in that family in chemistry you could never get drunk on it or anything but it um it actually comes from from birch trees okay. and it's it's a great anyways it's it's it i i use that one i brush my teeth with it even but back to the other i remember when i just wanted to preface that i'm not giving aspartame an out Okay. Right. right. Uh, don't use it. But um, when I was a kid, I I was about 14 years old, 15 years old, and uh, I remember my science teacher saying, "Well, they've outlawed uh, red dye number something." Right. Uh, and there was a yellow dye even. I you know they've gone through these and they said, "Oh, they they said it causes cancer." And he went on this thing about, "Yeah, if you drink a bucket of it a day, you know, you're gonna blah blah blah," you know. And, and he just went on on this. And, and so I was raised with this attitude of, oh, this is ridiculous. And that's what people are going to say about this aspartame study, too. Yeah, if you eat, a, if you, eat you know, bars well, they literally of it. had the rats in the study consume nearly like their body weight in it over, over several periods of time. Uh, and Well, I'll tell you why that's okay <laughs> with put me. Too much <laughs> oxygen in your body it's at a certain rate. You can yeah. blow it up. I mean, but I'll tell you with that one is... The effects of it do increase over time, so that's sure. okay with me. Even on that one, I'm 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 glad to see it gone. I hope it hope it chases it out the rest of the way. But then later in life, I learned that a, a vitamin or or okay nutrients in our fruits and vegetables are the color, smell, and taste. And color is most of them. Most of our vitamins, for example, they're a color in your fruits and vegetables. And that color is very, very important. And it doesn't take a lot of it to make a difference in your body. Hmm. I also I started to understand the power of color of chemical colors. And artificially, it has negative side effects. Now I stand by that when I understand it. Another one that came up and you mentioned it was was um what was it uh, I, I said it just a second ago uh, before aspartame before nutrisweet saccharin. saccharin yeah saccharin they came out and said saccharin 
was the same thing. And, and back then I went, yeah, if you drink buckets of it and blah, blah, blah. And, but let me tell you where that one twisted on me when I learned. I don't know because I didn't go into any studies past that, but they had to get rid of saccharin to bring in aspartame. And they had silos of aspartame. And there are carcinogenic studies from the 1950s. NutraSweet isn't new. They just couldn't get it past the FDA. Well, and as so many things have proven to be true, uh, bottom line was usually money and what could be made and what couldn't. Uh, Dr. Howard, we're going to have to end it there for today. Uh, friends, if you want balance of nature to help balance your life, uh, go to 1-800-246-8751 and uh, try it. You get 25% off a free travel kit of uh, balance of nature this month, a free health coach and free shipping. Kevin McCullough on this wellness edition coming right back. You have all helped support my pillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, Giza Sheets, My Pillow 2.0, and more. Great news! The My Pillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent, yet still provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels two hand towels, and two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98 for a limited time. You can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code P. That's a 50% savings. Go to MyPillow.com, call 800-651-0798. Use the promo code P to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. Hi, this is Joan Herman, host of Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life. Every Sunday night, some of the world's most inspirational and influential people join me to discuss health and wellness, professional development, and personal well-being. They share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Take time for yourself. Tune into Conversations with Joan every Sunday night at 10 p.m. right here on AM 970 The Answer. If you miss a show, be sure to visit our website so you can listen on demand. And while you're there, read our digital magazine and take part in our book club. Visit CYACYL.com. That's CYACYL.com. The first of three straight road games takes the 4-1 and one Orange to Chapel Hill to meet number 14 and unbeaten North Carolina. Orange pregame 2.30, kickoff 3.30 Saturday on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University football. Want to listen to AM 970, The Answer, on the go? There's an app for that. Download our free smartphone app so you can listen to all your favorite shows, keep up with us on social media, enter contests, win prizes, and even interact with our hosts all in one place. Just search AM 970, The Answer, in the iPhone App Store or the Google Play Store for the Android. Again, search AM 970, The Answer, and download our smartphone app today. That way, you can take us wherever you go. 
Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness. Helping themselves and helping each other. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970, The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, Final few minutes of Wellness Wednesday. I don't know if you saw the report that was in, where did it come out? Uh, NBC local NBC here in New York in the past year, this is from the report medical centers across the five boroughs have received nearly 30,000 visits from undocumented migrants seeking medical care. About 300 new babies have been born to migrant moms during that period. Most at Bellevue hospital in Manhattan, which has seen one quarter of the overall migrant visits Randy Redkin, the director of legal health, a division of the New York Legal Assistance Group, runs a taxpayer-funded legal clinic at Bellevue Hospital where patients of all backgrounds are able to access legal services if they are referred by health care providers. Now, most of the clients she sees are migrants, some of whom are in need of life-saving care. Redkin said the clinic has been inundated with requests from migrants needing help with organ transplants and cancer treatment. And the list goes on and on. The frightening thing about um, what they're pointing out here is that at the very least, the resources that public hospitals already have, which are, well, they are what they are. They're finite. There's not, there's not an unlimited supply of resources. They're already overwhelmed before you add any of the new migrant population in. But now they are superbly overwhelmed across public hospitals in New York City, where 25% of all patients, one-fourth, one out of every four people that walk in there are people with no documentation, people we don't know who they are, people we know very little about. And there's no end in sight. And this is starting to affect public health. Because for every bed or doctor that they occupy the time of, that's one less for the citizens that are in need. Get to have. But that's some pretty astounding numbers. One in four of every New York City hospital patient right now. One in four are people that are not legally allowed to be in the country. It's troubling. It's troubling for the migrant. It's troubling for the citizens. It's troubling for the city. It's, it's bad news. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, We've got a lot to obviously keep our eye on in the days to come, including the race for speaker 
uh, and other types of headlines. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. If you ever miss any part of the show, go get the podcast, the Kevin McCullough Universe of Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts, any aggregator, any place you get podcasts, you can find Kevin McCullough Radio, Radio Night Live, or That Kevin Show. Uh, and I know that you'll enjoy all of those offerings. That's it for me for today. Thank you for being with us for Wellness Wednesday. <laughs>